Hey there, fabulous teacher. Have you been wondering how to make writing time in your classroom more effective for your students? Do you want your students to love writing time? If so, I think it's time for you and I to start transforming your writing instruction. I'm Melissa Morrison, and I have a passion for helping teachers to feel confident in teaching writing and help them grow successful writers. I've worked with numerous teachers to guide them through this transformation, and in this podcast, I bring you the practical strategies you need to make writing the best time of your day. Let's get going. Hello there, and welcome back. I'm so glad that you are here with me. Um, Today, I would just like to talk about why we don't let our students as writers talk, but not just talk. Why don't we let them just be? So we're going to get into that a little bit. But before I do, I want to say that I am so happy that I know I have a few very, um, very loyal followers, I could say, um, that come back and listen to episodes, but it's very slow going here, this podcast. So I would really, really appreciate it if you would be able to do a quick review and put it wherever it is that you listen to the podcast there. And if you would take a picture of your review, screenshot it and send it to me either at my email, Melissa at teaching transform.com has dashes on either side of the two or send it to me on Facebook um, or on LinkedIn. I am offering a free half hour coaching session. Let me know what's going on with you and your writing instruction and what I can do to help. So um, I would really appreciate that. Okay, so let's get into it. I don't know about what happens in your classroom, especially if you have been listening to this podcast for a while now, but I know oftentimes when I go into classrooms, what I hear is silence during writing time. And what I see is students who are just sitting at their seats, um, you know, sometimes writing, sometimes not, but just not knowing that they're not allowed to speak to each other, knowing that there's this certain amount of time and they're just supposed to be writing. So I don't know if that's what you've seen or if that's what's happened in your classroom. I know it's happened in my classroom before as well. I just, you know, you think they're supposed to do work, so it needs to be quiet. But when you think about what happens with you when you're doing work, and I know that there's a lot out there about, um, maybe not a lot out there, but I've definitely seen things out there about reading and writing, um, especially reading though and thinking about asking your students, um, you know, where they like to sit when they read, or what kind of books do they like to read. So I'm getting at the same kind of thing here, but when you are working, because I'm going to assume that that's kind of a lot of times could be writing, you might be writing lesson plans. Um, you know, when I'm writing an article or um, writing lessons that sometimes I do for others when I'm going to model lessons, but I really like vary in what I need when I'm working. Sometimes in order to focus, I need quiet and I can't have anything on. Um, I can't hear my kids talking around me. But other times it doesn't bother me. It depends on the task or what part of the task I'm in. Um, that I might be able to have the TV on. I know we're not doing this during school, but I might be able to have a TV on. I might have music on. 
Um, I might be able to even have a conversation with my kid or my, you know, one of my kids or my husband while I'm working. Um, so it really varies. Sometimes I like to sit out on my porch and do work. Sometimes that's just not, you know, I really need to be more like, um, sitting straight at my desk to get some work done. Plus it's not, oh, it's better for me to sit that way. But so I'm sure you know what I'm getting at. Also, I just want to add that, and I was thinking about this the other day, very often when I am working on something, so it could be for my business, but it could be for um, a school thing, you know, planning something out, I almost always discuss it with someone or need time to just kind of think about it for a little bit before I can get it done, you know, before I write it down or before I um, create the thing I'm trying to create. And so I'm sure that some of that resonates with you and how you are able to get work done, what you need. Um, and it's the same for our students. So when we think about them being in the classroom and they're going to be writing, do you think that every single student needs quiet at the same time or all the time? Do you think that every single student can deal with hearing music in the background? No, and I really love the idea of having something in the background. One of my favorite things is when the teacher put on the fireplace, um, like video, you know, how you can have that background or what have you. I love that. Um, I love the music. Sometimes the music is too loud, but sometimes some children don't do well with it. So it's almost like you have to vary that kind of thing. Um, do they all want to sit straight up at their desk all the time? No. And, and I know that we want younger students to learn handwriting, but handwriting is not writing time. So we want them to be comfortable. Um, we also want them to be able to stop when they need to stop, knowing that there should be things they're actively doing. So like, oh, you know, if, if most of the time they're working or you can tell they're working, sometimes they need to sit and think a little bit or jot something out, you know, or talk to someone next to them or talk to someone that they know has been a good writing partner before. Just like we often need to stop and get some advice or just kind of hash something out. And it just kind of comes back to that authenticity of being a writer. What do you need as a writer? Because it's not always the same as everyone else. So why do we oftentimes feel like we aren't able to allow kids to do these things? And, and I think there's a lot of things behind it. Um, you know, again, just this overall idea that if students are doing work and if they're going to do work well, they just need to sit and do it and be quiet. Um, I don't mean to sound that, <laughs> make that sound in like a mean, rude way because I don't. Um, but it's just kind of this idea of what school is for some people. Um, I think it's also that we tend to, as I've said before, focus on the product itself. And so we're worried about what's on the paper or how much they're going to get on the paper. And so we just want to see them working. But we have to think about all of the aspects of writing that come into play. And so the things I just mentioned about being, you know, comfortable or do you need to think about it? Do you need to talk about it? But the idea that it's not just what comes on the paper, it's all the stuff before that too. It's being able to come up with an idea. So you need time to do that or you need to talk to someone about it. Um, it's being able to plan it out. And so maybe that's writing something down. Maybe it's sketching some pictures or sketching some notes. Maybe it's talking to someone to tell the story or to name the things that you're um, going to teach about or whatever. 
the, you know, the um, product might be that they are going to work on. And so we need time for that, but I don't think the time only has to be like right after the mini lesson or, okay, everyone's going to talk, but then you need to write. I think it needs to be flexible. And oftentimes we as teachers have trouble with the flexibility because we're not controlling it. And we're not sure what's going to happen if we don't control it. And it seems a little all over the place. But there's a way to teach your students to use their time in that way. And, And maybe it has to start with like one thing at a time. But when you build the excitement of writing and you and you teach them the importance of all these different things that I'm talking about and make sure you're focusing on the writer and what they need and what you think is helpful for them and finding out what they need like they're going to be invested in it and then they're also going to feel so much not just freedom but um, I guess like agency and they're going to feel like, wow, this is something that I can do and I have choices to do it. And then they're going to make the choices. And a lot of times they're going to make the good choices. But when you control everything and you're just telling them what to do all the time, not only do they not have choices, but they're not learning how to do the things they need to do to be writers. They're just doing the things you're telling them to do. But when you give them the ability to decide when to plan, when to write, how to plan, when to talk to a neighbor, then they're learning what works. And you might need to guide them with that. Some of them might have a lot of trouble with some of those aspects of things or they might really get off task. So you're going to have to help them. But that's that's the part. Um, that's why you're there is to facilitate that learning and understanding and getting things to work for them. Hello again, writing teacher. I am so glad that you are listening. And if you do enjoy the podcast, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment, wherever it is that you do listen to go ahead and do a review and let people know what's so great about it. I would love for more teachers to be able to get some learning about writing from this podcast. And if you're interested in any further information, you can find me in a couple of places. One is YouTube, Melissa Morrison. I have a lot of videos there for you to to help you with writing instruction. And then also on Facebook, I have a Facebook page, Teaching to Transform LLC, and a Facebook group where you can learn more from me and chat with other teachers. It is called Transform Writing K-8, through and I would love to see you there. Have a great day.